Saturday. Hope you're having a fantastic Saturday afternoon wherever you're listening, whether it's 102.7 FM, 1160 AM, KSL News Radio app, KSL Sports app, KSLSports.com. Jeez, there's so many different avenues or on demand podcasts. You can get Cougar Sports Saturday podcast wherever you get your podcast. Also, text BYU to 57500 for breaking news on BYU Sports and Score Updates as well on the Cougars. We'll also give you some maybe occasional updates on Big 12, bowl games maybe a little bit on the text line. There's some interesting bowl games taking place. The big ones, college football playoff coming up on Monday, New Year's Day. Fiesta Bowl, or excuse me, no, Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Alabama takes on Michigan in the granddaddy of them all. And the Sugar Bowl, Texas, Big 12 champ, takes on Washington. Nate Slack, producer, what do you think of these matchups, Nate? How do you see them playing out? And does Texas, the Big 12 representative, do they win it all? I think they've got a good chance. I think I think it's probably going to be Michigan taking down Alabama. I think that's going to be a sneaky good game. Uh, I, I think Alabama is going to be really determined. And they have a lot of experience, obviously, being in that type of situation. But I think Michigan's going to win that one. And then I do have Texas beating Washington. I think Washington showed some uh, some not really low points this season, but they showed some weaknesses against Arizona, against Oregon. And I think Texas is going to be able to handle them. I think these are going to be really good matchups. I mean, I was not happy that the college football playoff committee left out Florida State. I thought that was yep. ridiculous. Totally. I mean, you go thirteen and zero, and like I, I I to think that they're throwing away a brand like Florida State off to the side. It makes me worried for the BYUs, for the Big 12s of the world, where you go, we don't have a Florida State brand, and they're getting thrown to the side. That's why now they're suing the ACC, getting ready to try to get out of there as soon as possible out of that league. But, uh, you know, but you look at that matchup, you go Alabama-Michigan, that's, what, the two winningest programs in college football history. There's so much juice to that matchup. You love it. I I think Michigan finds a way to win it. I I do. I'm just not sold on this Alabama team. And Jalen Milrow has been outstanding down the stretch. But I feel like Michigan, I'm I'm very curious to see what happens with J.J. McCarthy because you got to think that Alabama's run defense is going to shut down their prolific ground attack with Blake Corum. But I think J.J. McCarthy's just never been in a spot where with this, the weak schedule that they face, they have he's not been put in a spot where he has to win it with his arm. I think he's capable of doing that, though. So I, I think Michigan finds a way to squeak by Alabama. And I'm going to go with Washington over Texas. I, I've been kind of torn on this one. I've, I kind of went back and forth. I think Washington's ability to pass the ball is the one area where Texas has weakness. Texas, you know, I think they're 96th nationally in pass defense this year. Washington's got probably the best passing attack in college football with Michael Penix and those outstanding wide receivers. So I'll give Washington the slight edge, but I think we're in for really two of the best playoff games maybe we've ever had to close out the 14 playoff era. Are there any other bowls outside of the playoffs that you're looking forward to watching on Monday? Well, I, I, I got to say one of the bowls that I did love was the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Oh, I absolutely. That, yeah. that included Kansas State, and I was watching that one with a close eye because – uh, Kansas State, of course, comes to Provo next year, and they got a new quarterback, Avery Johnson, who's going to be really a stud. I think he's going to be outstanding in the Big 12 next season. Uh, but I love that whole, just the gimmicks of having the Pop-Tart go in the toaster, and then this edible Pop-Tart <laughs> emerges, and they're eating the Pop-Tart. Like, I love that. Like, I want more bowl games to just embrace kind of the silliness and the fun nature of, honestly, what these bowl games are becoming, because... I don't want to say they're not they're, they're meaningless, but 
because I still think there's some value. Like, try to go lose a game in a bowl that you deemed meaningless and see how that works out with the fan base. Like, remember when everyone was saying, oh, that BYU-UAB game is meaningless. Well, you lost. How did fans feel when you lost? Like, don't tell me they're meaningless. Like, when you line it up, you want to go win a game. And so I, I never subscribed to that narrative. But it, obviously these bowl games have taken on a different feel than years past. Uh, so that was one, though, I really enjoyed watching Kansas State beat NC State. I'm interested to see, uh, you know, it's going on right now or going on coming up on Monday is the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, Liberty versus Oregon. I don't think Liberty beats Oregon, but I'm fascinated by Liberty, the concept of them, because I, I feel like we saw, we being BYU covering the BYU football program, we saw kind of their rise. And I was always kind of fascinated by what they were doing because they were, I mean, basically owning the fact that they wanted to be BYU, like the evangelical version of BYU. And they go independent because no conference wanted them. And they made the most of their opportunities as an independent. They hired Hugh Freeze. They they blew the doors off BYU in 2022. And I just, I'm floored that, they got into the New Year's Six, and you got to think they're going to be super hyped. They're going to be incredibly motivated. This is going to be one of those psychoanalysis games where how badly does Oregon want it? Bo Nix is going to play, which shocked me. I was stunned by yeah. that one. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, I think Oregon wins. But I, I, I kind of intrigued by that one just because, again, I, I followed Liberty from afar uh, because they are just so enamored with being the, the evangelical BYU and think that they got to a New Year's Six before BYU kind of almost sickens me in a way. But at the same time, like, I'm curious to see that matchup. What about you? Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing, too. I've got a lot of friends still down in Arizona. And my biggest regret when I was living in Arizona was not going to the Fiesta Bowl. Mm. They had tickets for $20 that day. Oh, wow. And uh, I slept in. I missed the game. So <laughs> I didn't end up going. But that's I think that is going to be a fun game to watch. What do you think of bowl season? Like we're now closing the door on the fourteen playoff. It's going to be the twelve team era next year. Twelve team playoff. Do you think that bowls? Are we going to get to a point? Where you think where teams are going to say, "Yeah, we're six and six. We could go to a bowl, but we're just going to opt out because it's now clear as day. Like this is the NIT compared to the twelve team playoff." I, I'm just curious to see where this goes with the with the bowl system because these games aren't dying away, and I think we all want to still watch if they happen, but. I just, I, I don't know. Like, it just feels like there's a strange dynamic with how these teams view the games anymore. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the Bulls. I think there's just too many. I think it's going to become even more meaningless next year mm. when there's 12 teams that are competing for a national championship. And, I mean, Florida State's having guys opt out of the Orange Bowl. Like, yeah. why would they opt out of the Orange Bowl? You look back at the Utah-Ohio State game a couple years ago, and Ohio State had like 24 players opt out of that game. Yeah. So it's bowl games are becoming more and more meaningless. I think it's going to become even more obvious uh, next year when there's 12 teams competing for national championships. So I, I think they should eliminate half of the bowl games just to make it more intriguing to go and more of a reward. Because even right now, there's there are five and seven teams getting into bowl games. Minnesota goes yep. five and seven, and they're going bowling. So I think eliminate half of the bowl games, and that might be able to save it. But also ideas like what the Pop-Tart Bowl did to get people excited for their yeah. game I thought was awesome. So maybe there are some ideas that people can – can pull together to make bowl games more interesting. It's going to be fascinating to see the direction that the bowl season does go in the future because I don't think anyone wants to lose their spot, lose their their basically meal ticket that these bowls have been generating for so many years. But at the same time, it's clear how these teams view games. It's, it's not like it once was because, I mean, half these teams, maybe more than half, 
They've either got a coach out. They've got a quarterback out. Like, it's just so strange. In some weird way, though, I'm kind of looking at these games, and if BYU gets is lucky enough to get to a bowl game next year, it's one of those situations where it could be a nice opportunity for a bunch of young guys to get time, and you, you get a head start on spring ball. So, I mean, I think there's still a lot of value to going to bowl games, but it's just I think the next piece is that we got to see these bowl games maybe give a, an NIL deal or some sort of payout to the players, then they're all going to play. And I think that can maybe solve the issues and you see the full collection of talent participating in the game. we got to take a timeout. On the other side, we'll get to an interview I had with Kalani Satake. Get you a BYU football update right here on Cougar Sports Saturday.